Hello, Oodles here. Just to let you know, I did have some microphone issues during this recording. Not Kurt's fault, my fault. My mic was uh, barely plugged in, let's just say. So if you hear any issues during the recording, I do apologise. I couldn't salvage it. But I hope you do enjoy this episode and the rest of the season. Thank you. Hello friends and welcome back to the very first episode of season two of Deep Dive Lounge, the lowest highbrow interview podcast presented to you by Modern Escapism. I thank you all for the feedback I've received from the show and I appreciate that you guys appreciate a smaller form interview format. And this year I have big guests planned and returning guests who will be answering the 10 lowbrow questions. So as always, my name is Oodles and today I'm joined by a man who works within the video game industry and a podcaster that has been an internet friend of mine and the networks for many years. The kindest angry person I've ever had to meet. It's Angry Kurt Lewin. Hello, mate. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing well. Looking forward to tackling the questions, yeah. Yeah, you're the first person on season two. That's such an honour. A privilege, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, first first time though, so I've got the highbrow questions. You have, mate. You have. Like like everyone that enters the deep dive lounge, you get let off easy the first time. <laughs> well, I've seen some of those um, lowbrow questions and uh, bit much, yeah. Aren't <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll be making a second appearance or not. <laughs> that's un- that's absolutely understandable. It's not for the faint of heart. But yes. As always, every episode I will be interviewing any new guests with the same 10 questions and returning guests with the same lowbrow 10 questions. So sit back, light up that cigar, pour yourself a beverage and enjoy. So Kurt, this is your first time in the lounge. Are you ready for the infamous 10 questions? Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Let's start as we mean to go on then. Question number one. Who are you and where are you from? So, my name is Kurt Lewin. Uh, I'm originally from a town in Derbyshire called Ripley. Mm. Um, but now I uh, currently live in Birmingham City Centre. Uh, uh, I previously lived in Oxford, London, and Nottinghamshire. But yeah, originally from Derbyshire in the Hence East the accent. Yeah, I've always thought. It was only until I left Derbyshire that people told me I had an accent. Because oh, you me, do, I mate. Always, you do. <laughs> you yeah, do. I always just thought I sounded normal, um, but <laughs> it, I guess it just depends what you define as normal. I, I, as soon as I heard my own recorded voice, um, I did start to pick up on it then because you're comparing it to other people on a podcast with other accents. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a massive, it's a massive like culture shock when you first hear yourself, especially like on modern escapers. And as you know, we've got so much variation when it comes to accents. It's crazy. Mm. Excellent, excellent. Derbyshire born and bred. Cool, good answer. Um, let's move on to question number two, if you don't mind. Um, what are you drinking and why? Um. <laughs> nothing because <laughs> uh, you're a professional yeah well yeah I don't um, really tend to drink anything whilst podcasting uh, 
yeah. Um, so sorry to let you down with that one. Um, it's not but I can, deal, mate. If I was to be having a drink, like I, if I was doing, if I knew I was doing a really long session of um, yeah. podcasting, I probably would have something to drink. And in that case, I'd probably have a um, Pepsi Max. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Big fan of Pepsi Max. I like the Pepsi Max yeah. cherry myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I want to give a shout out though um, to a drink that I don't think is honoured enough. Um, okay. And because I, I tend to have one of these pretty much every single day, and that's the, <laughs> that's the humble milkshake. Ah, the milkshake. I, I do like them. What's your favourite flavour then? Um, I honestly don't really have one but I like you don't care as long as it's milkshake <laughs> yeah uh yeah i tend to just um go between strawberry chocolate and vanilla um mm, mm. you're not a fan of banana banana's my favorite um i do like banana but i have to be in the right mood for a banana milkshake um yeah i get you i get you and it's good sometimes it's if i'm from feeling exotic i'll Mate, I'll stick a real banana in, yes, like a, cho- like a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, I've like done it, mate. I've done it myself. Yeah, add something. Actually, a good a good shout is um, if I was to choose one, it would like it would probably be peanut butter and chocolate milkshake. Mm, oh, that does sound good. Yes, I'm I'm all for that. I'm all, absolutely all for it. Good answer, mate. Good answer. Um, well, mo- go on, sorry. So I was because I thought you weren't a fan of milk though, but I you a fan of but it seems as though you're yeah. a fan of milkshakes. I don't I don't drink milk on its own. It's just something I don't do. Um mm. again it's not like a flavour thing because I think milk tastes fine. I just I just I don't know, I find it weird. <laughs> I find yeah. it weird oh, just, yeah. just drinking milk. Obviously if I do have cereal, which is once every five years, I'll have milk on it. Mm. I've actually, I've actually, uh, I've actually taken to because um, of all this, like um, trying to reduce your carbon footprint and stuff. So yes. one something I've been trying to do is have more ve- uh, vegan stuff, even though I'm not yes. vegan, more yeah. for the environmental aspect. But something that I have made as a permanent change for um, probably since December. Decem- like beginning of December, is I've swapped real milk for oat milk. Yeah, it's good, um, isn't it? Yeah, I've found it to be the best, the most similarly tasting to normal milk. Yeah. Absolutely. But I still have normal milk in my hot drinks at work. Yeah, because, it's, again, you'd be bringing, like, <laughs> different types of milks to work all the time. It's just, it's not always yeah. the easiest thing to find, is it? Or cheapest. No, no, yeah. Yeah. Good, good answer, mate. Good answer. I didn't think we'd get that out of here, but brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so I'm let's, not drinking anything. Yeah, yeah you, you, did, you did really well, mate. So let's move on to question number three. Um, if you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose? Uh, definitely flying. So to me, good being answer, invisible man. just means that you'd be doing stuff that's illegal. So you're either, <laughs> sneaking, you're either sneaking into places that you shouldn't be in, or you're sneaking into places that you should be paying to be in, both yes. of which are illegal. And you're a good um, boy. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> even so, though, I think I, uh, I would go for flying anyway, because 
um, you're able to avoid traffic, so you get wherever you want to go much quicker. Oh yeah. You could like go and to anywhere in the world that you want. Um, and I think flying is more of a superhero power because you'd be able to actually do superhero stuff like saving people in dangerous dangerous situations and the like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's, a, bit more, it's a bit more honourable, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just being invisible just is a bit creepy. It's like a baddie's power, that one, isn't it? For baddies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get no, absolutely sound reasoning. I think, judging from people I've done this with, most people say flying. Uh, but mm. this is—it's a question that's on one of the psychological tests, and uh, it's a good indication of where people are psychologically. The ones that are saying invisible, like you say, are probably up to something illegal. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Let's move on then. Question number four: What was the last gift you received or gave someone, or both? Uh, so, well, this is quite soon after Christmas in which there were many gifts given oh, and yes. received. So, outside of Christmas, um, mm-hmm. it would probably be uh, our friend Biggie. Um, I sent him a copy of Need Speed Unbound. Ah, yes. Um, but he does... I'm going to gonna have to look into this or just... Uh, I don't know, because um, he, he is quite regularly asking for like nearly every EA game going, so <laughs> need, need, to keep an, need to keep an eye on that. He's pushing you, mate. He's pushing you. That's what he's doing. He's trying to he's trying to bleed you dry. That's what he's doing. Mm. Need to um, stick some kind of tracker on that game, see his nerve. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm still awaiting the review of the game you've sent him. Yeah, yeah. Need That'd to see nice, whether he's it? playing it, is it or is he just traded it in straight away <laughs> at Kex and bagged the money. That does sound like our biggie. Right, like, 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 like. Some of those competition he's winning, he ain't yeah. playing some of those games. No, he's not, mate. No, he's not. We found him but, out. Don't get, me, don't get me wrong. I have entered some of those competitions in oh, yeah. full knowledge that I'm... Like, for ex- a perfect example... Um, I actually won a copy of Callisto Protocol. Uh, yes, knowing you'd never touch it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Maybe, maybe this makes me a bad person, mm. but I went. I took that game. Uh, well, to be fair, I thought if the reviews are good, I'll give it a go. Yes, but, like any sane person would. Yeah, but as soon as the reviews dropped and it said um, it, <laughs> this is poor to average, uh, I took it straight. <laughs> I took it. Out the cellophane and took it straight to Kex. Yes, maybe that makes me a bad person. But, no, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't make you a bad person because we, you, you won it on a whim. It was just a competition. It was going to go to someone anyway, and eventually, I, th- those games rarely go to collectors that keep those games. So I wouldn't worry too much. Mm. Yeah, we need to see what Big is doing though. Gonna yeah, he's just a villain, mate. Yeah. He's just a pure villain. Mm. <laughs> Put a tab on him. Put a tab on. Mm-hmm. The year, end of the year, said, "You know them games I've sent you? Um, yeah, your tabs due, mate. I need my money back." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's shocking. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's good. Good. I like that. That's a good answer. You got, uh, did you um, receive any nice gifts before we move on? Um, uh, only stuff for Christmas. Yeah, um, just your standard yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Let's move on then. Uh, Question number five, one of my favourite questions. Um, what inspires you? 
Uh, so when I saw the questions, I was thinking this was perhaps the hardest one. It's for a lot of people. Yeah, because I wouldn't say I get particularly inspired by anyone or anything in particular, but when I thought about it a bit deeper, I would say the closest would be people that achieve their dreams. So whether that's fictional or otherwise. So yeah, yeah. Uh, people that achieve their dreams in a film or TV show can get me quite inspired. Um, uh, and even... So, as as people may know who know me, um, my favourite film is Whiplash. It is. Um, and I know that it doesn't like, really have a happy ending, so to speak, but um, I found the story in that of like the determination of the character to be quite inspiring. Yeah, human but endurance. He, yeah. But equally, it's like I, I wouldn't really want to go to the same lengths that he no. does in dedication. No. Well, it was kind of just, kind of just on the lines of, um, if you really put your mind to something, um, you can achieve whatever you want. So that was kind of what I was thinking. I like that. No, that's really nice. It's um, a lot of people say the uh, typical like uh, parents, which is understandable. Uh, parents and well, my wife, things like that. But you actually broaden it and saying, I like seeing people achieve it when they deserve it. Is yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. It's uh, profound. That's the best way mm. I can put it. Good answer, mate. Very good answer. Let's move on then. Uh, question number six. If you could compare yourself with any animal, what would it be and why? Uh, so I've gone with a squirrel here. Um, <laughs> because I'd say my main characteristic is that I'm quite um, hyperactive both physically yep. and um, mentally. So yes. I find it hard to just sit down and, and chill. Um, yeah. yeah, you always so, like to keep active, don't you? Yeah. So my mind, either physically or even my mind, is always racing about things. Um, mm. And so I typed in hyperactive animals into Google and squirrel was one of the ones that first came oh, up. Absolutely. So squirrels are always like on the move. Yeah, that was um, crazy. Yeah. Mm, mm, good answer. I can see. I can see you running up and down a, uh, a park, st- mm. gathering your nuts, stashing them back in the tree, thinking, you know what, I've got enough nuts, but you know, I'll, I'll get some more. I'll get some more. I'll keep active. I'll keep going, knacking, yeah. knackering yourself out, and then and doing something productive. Yeah, yeah. Good lads of squirrels. Good lads. I like them. Big fan. Good answer as well. Another good answer. You're, you're killing it, mate. You're absolutely crushing mm. it. Let's move on to question number seven. We finish the interview and you step outside the office and find a lottery ticket that ends up winning £10 million. What would you do? So, uh, as I'm sure many people would, I'd give some of it to family um, and then to yeah. chari- personally I'd be giving it to like a uh, anorexia charity. Yeah. Um, I'd pay for us a holiday for all of us <laughs> the family. Yes. Go somewhere, probably even New York or um, Orlando. Yeah, um, Disney World, Epcot, all that. Yeah, um, I'd then also want to go to Japan on my own experience, uh, Tokyo. I recommend it, mate. I recommend it massively. Yeah, definitely something I want to do on my bucket list. Um, then I'd be looking to buy a house um, 
uh, in a nice area that I mm. could be like a forever home. Um, yes. But then I'm sh- they're all kind of like standard answers for winning the lottery. So beyond that, I was thinking um, buying a few cars that I've always been a fan of, but not super cars. So yeah, um, the, the ones that I'd be looking at, um, I don't know if people will be familiar with these or not, but um, I'm, sure they I'm, will. Quite a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan of um, old hatchbacks. So I'd be looking to get a, a Volkswagen Sirocco. I know Ford what that S- is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A Ford Escort Mark II uh, nice. and an Audi Quattro. Um, it's funny that you didn't go for crazy road cars like a Bugatti. Yeah, no, I've never really <laughs> been into that, into that oh, as yeah. much. Something, something yeah. a lot more practical for British roads. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and um, a proper, for the house, a proper top of the line, no expense spared, racing sim setup. I'd love to have nice. one, of those, one where like your nice. you, you, chairs moving and stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen them, mate. They they look incredible. I'd love to play Gran Turismo Seven on one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the crowning jewel of my uh, lottery win would be a, and uh, I, I don't know whether even after winning the lottery, whether I'd st- still be able to buy one. I think I could when I did some research, but a ticket mm. to space. Ah, yes, yes, I think it's $5 million at the moment, which, yeah, you've got enough. Yeah. You've got enough money uh, for that, trust me. Yeah. So I was, I was even thinking, if someone said to me, um, you can go, you would be um, it, the first person to land on Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's effectively a suicide mission. Yeah, you ain't coming back. You want, yeah, um in would you would you do that uh, i think i would have to give it serious thought yeah really because you'd go you'd, you'd, you'd would go down it. in history yeah you, you would be a living legend while you're alive on mars i suppose yeah <laughs> um, it's, it's what it's one way to get your name in the in the history books big style yeah and you get to experience being on mars um, yeah yeah so yeah <clears throat> If uh, I didn't have a family stuff, I'd think about that. But currently, I've got people that rely on me. Yeah, if I, maybe if I, um, well, if I had like a family of kids and stuff, I'd maybe yeah. think differently. Um, Take them with you. They don't have a know. choice when you're in charge, oh, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> but even even just a trip to space that's possible with our current like, um, technology. Like um, William Shatner it. did. Even though he was really old, he still managed to go up in space for a bit. Yeah. I'd, I'd love that, but I'd, I'd be so terrified. <laughs> yes, good answer though. Again, I keep saying it. I keep saying it, Kurt. But these are good answers, mate. Um, let's move on to question number eight. We're nearly there, mate. We're nearly. We've nearly survived. Um, if you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? This was the easiest question. Uh, <laughs> A Steam Deck and a Kindle, so you can play it. play any game that you want on there, and read any book that you want on there. Um, yeah. And I'd also, because I, I also thought, oh, maybe a um, a device that can play podcasts, because you know, yeah, because you don't want to miss out on the podcast scene. <laughs> yeah, and I want to listen to this episode. 
Yes, um, and can you Steam Deck not play podcast? I'm sure it. Could. Well, that's why I thought if I choose the Steam Deck, um, yeah, you've got you've got TV, you know, you've got games, you've that. got everything. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good answer. I think Stig mentioned something along the lines of a Steam Deck. I can't remember. Mm, very versatile device. I will have one one day. She will be mine mm. one day. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at this laptop and thinking, "You're not a Steam Deck. <laughs> why aren't you a Steam Deck?" Frightening thoughts, frightening thoughts. Um, but yeah, brilliant. Good answer. Again. <laughs> Question number nine. You're on death row. Oh, you've done something wrong, mate. You're on death row. Unfortunately, even though you are the goodest boy, you're on death row, mate. And tonight is your final meal. What are you having? Um, so my favourite meal is one that I have once a year, and that's um, at my auntie's on Boxing Day. Ooh. So... Um, it's not. It's not anything exotic. Um, no, it doesn't have to be. And it, and it is basically the leftovers from well, partly the leftover turkey from the previous day. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just um, homemade uh, chips done in like the deep in a deep oh, fat fryer. My um, friend, yes. Now you're talking. Yeah, with um, Brussels carrots. Yeah. Yep. Um, stuffing. Pigs and blankets and mm-hmm. um, turkey and gra- and gravy, but the what uh, makes mine different to everyone else suits there having the same meal is I love putting Worcestershire sauce on gravy. I may I do that. It's yeah. so nice. Yeah, it's really think, really nice. I think I think um, Worcestershire sauce mm. is objectively the best sauce. I don't like um, thinking about it. Apart from like garlic mayo, I don't like any other sauces. So I think I have to agree with you, mate. Mm. I'm not. I, I don't have ketchup. I don't have like normal mayo or out like that. So yeah, I think I have to agree with you, mate. Yeah, it's the gentleman's choice. It is. It is the gentleman's choice, and you're in the light, uh, the deep dive lounge. So it's like this <laughs> is this is where you're gonna do it, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you can have a tomato. You can have your Bloody Mary with. Um, yes. Yeah, you can put Worcester sauce in that. You can, you can. Um, I, I have. I have. <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> very, very good. And Brilliant. Uh, we, we, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. No, it's all right. Um, no, yeah, I was right. just going to say I have it on. The, you can put it on melted cheese as well. On cheese on yeah, toast. Yeah, cheese on toast. Yeah, yeah. I seen that on the advert, and I tried it once about ten years ago. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'll never have it any other way. Mm. I I put a bit on my pizza as well. You know, if I'm just having a normal like margarita oh, yeah, yeah. pizza, it works. Mm. I'll try it. Yeah, I yeah, will do. Not not too much, obviously. You don't want to overpower anything, but yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it. But yeah, you're it. We've got to the final question, mate. You, you're there. Yeah, this is the home stretch. You've done very well. Um, question number ten: What music would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? What's your theme tune, mate? Um, originally, I was going to go with the main theme from the TV show Succession. Yeah, um, oh, which that's, um, a, that's a good is, theme tune. Yeah, it's my favourite theme tune of any TV show. Um, but I chose something else in the end because I thought in certain situations it could <laughs> make <laughs> people. Practical. <laughs> yeah, people would just think give the judge you as soon as you <laughs> look at this guy the room. yeah he's, he's a is a spoil is a right horrible cretin yeah um before you even open your mouth so. trust fun child's here yeah so i thought i'd go with something a bit more fun and more jovial so i went with the futurama theme instead 
great that would be a theme good, tune. Good one. Yeah. It is, it is, and I know a lot of people that listen to this are big fans of Futurama, and we all miss it dearly. Uh, that's mm. a that's a good theme tune. Wow! But we've done it, we've done it, mate. And Kurt, you know what you've won? You've won the chance to plug your wares on this fine podcast. So take it away, mate. Well, um, well if you um, the, the only thing I've got to plug is the Never Watchers podcast. Um, Great show. Yeah, um, it, the concept is uh, I've well. Uh, when we first started, I'd never seen uh, any of the Marvel Universe films, um, but my colleague on the podcast, Pete, he is, uh, he's seen them all and he's um, um, a Marvel expert. So I would um, give him a call after um, each TV show and film that we'd seen in release order yes. and just discuss our thoughts. And um, we've had some uh, mid mid-season uh, episodes where we've mm-hmm. had um, people from the modern escapism on there as well. Um, Some very handsome people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's um, that's us, um, Neverwatchers. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's uh, at Neverwatchers. Excellent, excellent. Do you know what, Kurt? As first episodes go to a season, this has been my favourite of season oh, two. Yeah. you've been excellent answered it with a plum you've been great and it's been an absolute pleasure i hope you do like the uh, the deep dive lounge i hope you you find it comfortable it's been very fun yeah good 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 isn't it nice doing a podcast that lasts this long (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's really nice it's a really big pleasure but yes uh to to the listeners Please tune in again in a few weeks' time. We're, this this season's going to be a lot longer than last season because we've got all year. Um, and if you, if you are a listener and part of our community or our community, and you've got a microphone, feel free hit me up. You can come on. We'll we'll do this. But yeah, Kurt, thank you very much. You've been a gentleman and a scholar. And to everyone else, good night. Good night. <laughs>